0: Hi, and welcome to the Life Source Christian Church Audio Lounge with Senior Ministers John and Anne Giuliano. Have you ever wondered about how to better connect with God? Well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with in this week's show, where you'll learn how to more fully love God, grow spiritually, and help others. Let me read to you from God's Word this morning. Matthew 27, verses 15 to 17. This is what it says. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to releasing to the multitude one prisoner whom they wished. And at that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they had gathered together, Pilate said to them, Whom... Do you want me to release to you Barabbas or Jesus who is called Christ? My message today is entitled, He Took My Place, The Story of Barabbas. His name was Barabbas. All four of the gospel writers include the account of this infamous, fierce, and fiery figure who turns up at the story of Jesus' crucifixion. Little is known about Barabbas except that he was a rebel. He was a leader of rebellion. The Bible also tells us that he was a murderer and a thief. What else we know about Barabbas was that he was guilty. He had already been condemned for the crimes that he had committed. And he was awaiting his pronounced punishment. Death by crucifixion. The Easter story is about Jesus. The Easter story is about Jesus going to the cross to die for the sins of all mankind. He was willing to pay sin's penalty for all the sons and daughters of Father God to make it possible for them to inherit eternal life. But the story is interrupted by this guilty convicted prisoner sentenced to death whose name Was Barabbas. By the way, did I tell you that Barabbas means son of the father? Comes from two Aramaic words, ba, which means son, abba, which means father, son of the father. He was someone's son. He was someone's dream child, a beautiful boy, a child who a father saw, who carried so much hope and potential that the father named him daddy's boy, son of the father. He was someone's golden son who by some terrible choices of life had become someone's lost son. Is it by chance that at this monumental day, Jesus encounters a lost son called Son of the Father? A condemned criminal who probably had no knowledge that the mission of Jesus was to restore lost sons into relationship with Father God. Maybe the story of Barabbas is our story. The narrative then takes us to the courts of the Roman governor Pontius Pilate. Who on this holy Passover day was willing to comply with Jewish custom and release a prisoner. It was known as the Paschal Paschal. Places two prisoners before the crowd. Jesus, the perfect man. Barabbas, the guilty man. Was there ever a bigger contrast between two men? One, king of the bandits, the other, king of the Jews. One, a professional criminal. The other, a prophet. One, a lawbreaker, a killer, a thief, a self-centered rebel. The other, a healer of the sick, a preacher, a lover of people. One who would walk slowly through the crowd. He was the one who opened the eyes of the blind. He was the one who opened deaf ears. He was the one who caused the lame to walk. He was the one who released the woman condemned to death for adultery. He was the one who delivered people from evil spirits and raised others from the dead. Barabbas was the one who was willing to take the life of others so that he may live. Jesus was the one who was willing to lay down his life so that others... Which of these two do you want me to release to you? Demanded Pilate, addressing the crowd that had gathered before him. Choose this day whom I shall set free. Jesus or Barabbas? Give us Barabbas, they shouted. Release Barabbas, they cried. Set Barabbas free, they demanded. And what shall I do with Jesus, who is the Christ? Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! They demanded. Jesus did not flinch, he stood there silent not offering a shrug or a sigh or any sign of fear. He looked across to Barabbas with eyes of love and compassion as if to say, Barabbas, son of my father, I came to find you, to take your place and to set you free. This, my body, will be broken for you this my blood will be shed for you Jesus didn't hesitate he did not object he was willing for the exchange to take place Pilate was reluctant why would anyone want to condemn an innocent just man and release a guilty sinner he couldn't understand that this was the plan of God conceived before the foundations of the world. The innocent one shall take the place of the guilty one. The Bible tells us that while we were yet sinners, Christ loved us and died for us. The Bible tells us that God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him should be saved. Jesus had already shared with Nicodemus and the crowds that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Jesus had already fought his battle in the Garden of Gethsemane regarding the cup of suffering and what was ahead of him. He was willing to face his destiny. He came as the Lamb of God, willing to be sacrificed for the sins of the world. He had come to lay down his life for others. Take him away and scourge him, commanded Pilate. Suddenly, the rough hand, Hardened soldiers shoved Jesus away and bound him to a whipping post where he was mercilessly scourged with a whip interspersed with bone and metal. At the same time as Jesus was bound to the whipping post, the chains that had bound Barabbas were unlocked. As the strokes fell on the back of Jesus, the chains fell off the hands and feet of Barabbas. Jesus was being punished in our place. The stripes of broken flesh that appeared on his back was for our healing, our deliverance, our restoration. And our freedom. Later on that day, Jesus was led to the hill of crucifixion, whilst Barabbas was led to the gate of freedom. As Jesus was pronounced. Condemned to die. Barabbas was pronounced free to live. This was not the doing of Barabbas. Barabbas had not saved himself. How? How had this happened? One moment he was facing death. The next minute he was free to live. Was this an act of God? Or was it the will of the people? If God had done this, Barabbas had never seen love like this. When Barabbas looked across the way that day, he saw a man carrying a cross. He thought to himself, that's my cross. Barabbas later looked again and saw nails piecing the hands and feet of Jesus. They were nails meant for him. It was as if he could hear these haunting words resonating through his soul. Barabbas, I do this for you. This cross that was yours is mine. These Nails that were meant for you are mine. Barabbas, this body that is broken is broken for you. Barabbas, this blood that is flowing shall wash away all your sins. Barabbas had never witnessed love like this. Then he heard these life-changing words echoing across the valley. Father, forgive them. How could this man, this just man, this innocent man forgive such travesty and such injustice? Barabbas looked at himself and saw that unforgiveness bitterness and resentment had eaten his soul. He could still see the faces of everyone who had hurt or betrayed him. And he hated them for it. He especially hated the Romans who had taken over his ancestral lands. And if he could murder all of them, he would. But this man, on the other hand, was looking at his executioners and speaking words of forgiveness. As those words echoed across the valley, it seemed like those words were meant for him. Barabbas, I forgive you. Go and live your life as a recipient of divine forgiveness. Don't hold on to your resentments. It'll destroy your soul. Go and be free. Go and live a life of divine purpose, Barabbas. Never go back to the life of sin and bondage. Don't go back to the prison of guilt and shame. Don't live under condemnation, indignation, invalidation, depression and desperation. Whom the Son sets free shall be free indeed. Remember this, Son of the Father. Remember this, Daughter of the Father. That salvation is only through the blood of Jesus. There is no other name under heaven that can save you. There is no other name that can set you free except the name of Jesus. Barabbas was still contemplating what had just happened. One moment, he was bound, condemned to die. The next moment, he was unchained, released to live, given a brand new start. He hears the final three words coming out of the mouth of Jesus. finished then he sees the one who took his place lay down his life and die what's finished was he referring to his pain was he referring to his suffering was he referring to his agony or was Jesus referring to something else The simple answer is this the gift of salvation is finished. No more to add, nothing left to do. Jesus finished it all. It all comes for free, the penalty was fully paid. All that was required to forgive the sins of humanity was completed. Don't cheapen his sacrifice by attempting to earn it, work for it, or buy it through good deeds. He finished it all. It comes for free in the name of Jesus. It all begins in the name of Jesus, and it all finishes in the name of Jesus. You don't have to add to it. You don't have to change it. You don't have to alter it. It's complete, fully finished. The victory is yours. The power of sin and condemnation of your life is over. It's finished. It's by grace that you were saved. It is the free gift of God. And now, what's left to say? If you listen closely, you will hear through the eons of time a new chant the chant has changed from crucify him crucify him to magnify him magnify him glorify him glorify the savior of all humanity today on good friday is the day of salvation today Is your day to accept his sacrifice. He died in my place. He died in your place. He died in our place for our sins that we might become sons of the Father, daughters of the Father and enjoy eternal life. If you get it, and I pray to God that you're here today and you get this, If you get it, come on, just open up your heart. Just open up your heart and receive Him. Make a decision today to follow Him. Don't be ashamed of Him. Jesus is all you need. Jesus is the only way to salvation. Jesus is the truth you are seeking. Jesus is the life you desperately need. There is nothing else that you need. There is nothing else. Don't ever cheapen the sacrifice of Jesus by saying my good deeds I'm a good person that'll save me he died for everybody don't cheapen the sacrifice by saying my good deeds are enough Jesus is enough and on this good Friday he's come at you and say come on I stand at the door of your heart and I knock I paid such a huge price for your salvation I came to find you I came to save you. I came to set you free. I came to forgive you. Will you let me into your heart? Would you let me into your life? Would you let me into the center? Don't just keep me aside as a religious historical figure. Would you open up the heart of your life today and let me in? Because if I come in, I will take away every single one of your sins. I will wash you clean and I will restore you into relationship. With Father God, so that you can become truly a Son of God. Thanks for choosing to listen to the Life Source Christian Church Audio Lounge. If you like this week's podcast, then please share it with a friend. More information about who we are is available at lifesource.org.au. On behalf of Senior Ministers John and Ann Giuliano, we look forward to connecting with you next time at the Life Source Christian Church Audio Lounge.